Dale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on a thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday. Friends, yesterday was a weird Wednesday. I called it Thursday, but it was Wednesday, and I was actually ahead a day all day. Uh, a couple people said, Luke, today's Wednesday. It's not Thursday. And then later on, I'm having a conversation. Luke, today's Thursday, not uh, Wednesday, not Thursday. Anyway, I lost a day in there. The world keeps turning a little bit faster. But today, Torch Report 223, the adaptation agenda, understanding how youth are being used to take over the world. Friends, are you comfy? Because you know what they do? They push a little, push a lot, push until they squawk, then stop. The result is adaptation. This is how the global cabal is taking control. They push the the limits. They push the envelope. But just about the time everybody's about to come out with their pitchforks and tor- you know torches and pitchforks, then they let off a little bit. And people adjust, you know, people adapt to the new normal the very same way that uh, my chickens recently adapted to their new pen. They just kind of got used to it. Life goes on. What's the big deal? You know, you know, scratching and pecking and doing what chickens do. The same thing is is true for the whole of humanity. You know, global famine, economic collapse, political corruption. Come on, man, stop complaining. That's just disturbing. You're interrupting my peace and stability. Why are you talking about all this stuff? Uh, Nobody likes a whiner. Why don't you talk about something else? You know, let's talk about NASCAR, old Hollywood movie stars. Let's talk about anything, anything in this world. Then politics, religion, and her. God bless Sammy Kershaw, friends. Now, to the point. Here's the point, friends. We're outnumbered. We're out-organized. We're out-financed and we're outgunned. We're being infiltrated, investigated, intimidated, isolated, and even emasculated by the global cabal. We're losing ground quickly, friends. Time is of the essence. Too many people have checked out. Too many people have adapted. Too many people have accepted the inevitability of global governance, whether they realize it or not. This Adoption has to stop, friends. But how, 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 how can we resist? When we resist, we must. What do we do? We'll get to that, friends. But first, I want to uh, address the issue. You might be wondering where I'm coming from here. I mean, aren't we set for a big red wave? You know, aren't conservatives going to regain control of Congress? You know, can't we just correct course by electing a legitimate president in 2024? You know, get rid of the suck puppet in the Oval Office. I mean, come on, man. It's not that bad. Things are looking up, right? Friends, I'm an optimist through and through, but I'd rather be, I often say I'd rather be an optimist and be wrong than be a pessimist and be right. But I really want to be pragmatic about what's going on because if we can't find practical solutions, if we can't face the problem and see it for what it is, then we are inevitably going to continue our slide down into the global socialist surveillance state. So total global control and tyranny. Anyway, you know, friends, hope is a good thing. Faith is important. Prayer is powerful. But at the end of the day, if you believe that our political establishment is going to honor the will of the people, uphold the Constitution, defend our founding principles, and resist the global cabal, friends, then I've got some oceanfront property in Arizona. You know, no doubt you have heard about the abrupt 
resignation of UK Prime Minister Liz Truss, who failed so miserably correcting the course of the UK economy, which was already sailing off the cliff, I might add. She was so such a abysmal failure that she vacated the office after just short weeks of trying to fix what was broken in the UK. This is being touted as political humiliation for the Tories, i.e. the conservatives who elected her. Now, do you recall, friends, the last elected British prime minister who left the office in shame? You know, that would be none other than Boris Johnson, good old Bojo, you know, who was also elected by conservatives, by the Tories, to lead them through the historic withdrawal from the European Union, the infamous Brexit, which ostensibly is still fueling the British political crisis. Friends, if you were to read the liberal media, Boris Johnson was a boorish, Trump-like figure who turned everything that he touched into an unmitigated disaster. His conservative, conservative principles, shared by the people who voted him into office in order to fight for British sovereignty in the face of globalist tyranny, such principles are said to be a stain on the UK's history. It's kind of like the 1619 Project here in the good old US of A. Does it sound familiar? It should. It's the exact same playbook. It's left versus right. And the left side is winning. And when they don't win, they unleash all hell to create the chaos and confusion that heightens suggestibility and allows them to dupe the masses into giving them control once again. Friends, currently, these commie tactics are being deployed proactively to restructure the old world order and usher us into a global socialist surveillance state. Now, I know that you know that as uh, the shall I say astute and intelligent listening audience here at the Torch Report, you're way ahead of the game, friends. But let me ask you this. Do you think that Republicans are going to save us from this fate of the global socialist surveillance state? I agree that some may try, but those who do will inevitably suffer the same demise as Boris Johnson and Liz Truss. The entrenched political establishment is equally corrupt on both sides of the aisle, and neither party has any intentions of honoring the will of we the people. Instead, they intend to do the bidding of the global cabal. They're going to play ball with the cabal. In other words, friends, they intend to adapt and to force us to adapt. And that's what I think is the biggest issue here. Do you hear me? Do you doubt me when I say that the, there's not going to be a big red wave that's going to save the day? You know, consider these headlines, friends. Former Republican National Committee chairman calls MAGA Republicans lice, fleas, and blood-sucking ticks. Wow. GOP leader Kevin McCarthy says we're not going to impeach Joe Biden, and he refuses to confront Marxist onslaught destroying America. Uh, How about 18 questions on election integrity that are being ignored by the Republican National Committee? Friends, if you think that uh, the, the leadership on the right side of the political spectrum here in the good old US of A is going to do anything to stop the global cabal from shoving their socialist agenda down the throats of the American people, friends, you are wrong. Remember, repeal and replace Obamacare? How did that work out? You know, the point is this, friends, if you're still placing your hope in a political party, you're missing the bigger picture. Yes, 
Being politically engaged is important. Yes, voting for constitutional candidates is important, but unfortunately, this is ultimately not going to solve our problems. It's too little, too late. It's failing to grasp the gravity of the situation. It's failing to understand how humanity is being hacked, how global governance works, how our leaders are being influenced, and how global forces are directing our local policies. Friends, here's the problem. We are creatures of habit, are we not? We naturally adapt to our environment. We constantly adapt to all sorts of changes, and most often this is done without even thinking about it. When we... When we, uh, when we experience change, ultimately, when it's an uncomfortable change, we, we may bristle and we may resist, but this resistance is ultimately displaced by adaptation as we adopt new habits within the changed circumstance. And that's what we've been experiencing. I think uh, the, the pandemic the last three years have really shown just how readily people adapt to all kinds of insanity, right? That change is inevitable and that we adapt at an, instinctual ev- uh, at an instinctual level is an observable truth, friends. But the question is, who is directing these changes? What are their underlying motives? What is their ultimate objective? And I think the communists put it most succinctly when they state that they want to destroy all aspects of existing society. And I know it seems so far-fetched, uh, but it 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 seems impossible you know but when we understand their tactics we can begin to see just how close they are to pulling it off I want to point out a couple more headlines here, uh, kind of threading it into the conversation. Uh, after the UK market blowout, by the way, the UK markets have been in the tank. That's why trusts resigned. American officials are now asking, could it happen here? Could we go through a similar economic catastrophe that that creates political upheaval? Uh, also out in the news, there are business titans who are sounding an alarm over the U.S. economy. Cracks in the world economy are starting to show. Danger, danger, how a strong dollar ruins the world. All of this, friends, points to a bigger picture. What's happened there will happen here. It is just a matter of time. These once dominant markets, the, the American market, the, the British market, these are being systematically dismantled in the name of climate change and economic equality and a sustainable future. And in the process, we're being transitioned to digital currency. Everything about our daily lives is going to be affected by this collapse, by this adaptation, friends. But we will adapt. They will launch new CBDCs and we will adapt. They will take control of the means of production and consumption and we will adapt. They'll regulate every aspect of our lives in increasingly intrusive ways, disregard individual rights and ignore the will of we the people and we will adapt. When will it stop, friends? The answer is never. And that is a critical point. The global cabal will never stop pushing, and the majority of people will never stop adapting. Okay, in 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 time, most people will become comfortable with tyranny. We're seeing it right now. Most people are going to accept their enslavement because they've been trained to ad- to adapt to circumstance for the sake of the greater good. Future generations are being trained to accept enslavement in the name of the greater good because individual rights and self-sovereignty do not, do not exist in the same mental space as the collective hive mind. It's insanity, friends. It's insanity.
And quite unfortunately, our political leaders are not in a position to do anything about it because they're not even acknowledging or facing the problem here. The majority of our political leaders are simply adopting the mindset that we need to get more youth engaged in everything and we need to we need to save the planet and all of these great sounding narratives. They succumb and adapt just the same as you and I succumb and adapt. It's perfect, uh, perfectly predictable human nature. But let's let's pause and think about what this actually looks like. Let me ask you, what do you think about city policies? Maybe say policies in your own local hometown, big or small. What do you think about local policies being directed by, say, youth climate councils? Does that sound like a good idea? We should let youth climate councils dictate city policies. What do you think about youth voters, uh, quote, placing direct decision makers in power at national and local levels? What about the youth picking who the leaders are going to be in order to build a better governance structure around their fanatical climate agenda? You think that's a good idea? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a rhetorical question, but you know, regardless of what you think about it, these initiatives are already being launched on a global scale, and the world is adapting, okay? adapting to this idea that we need to have more youth involved in our decision-making process. What a great idea. Let's reach out to the kids and see what they think. According to the, uh, the Global Center for Adaptation, uh, they indicate that we now have the largest generation of youth in history with one out of five people globally now between the ages of 15 and 24. You know that age bracket most noted for its impeccable decision making and uh, foresight. And, <laughs> you know, people between age 15 and 24, I mean, come on, why not get them involved in a political process? They can make sure that we build back better and have good go global governance structure. Uh, that we instill leaders at the national and local level who will adhere to the Paris, Paris Climate Accord, et cetera, save the planet and all that good stuff. You know, uh, at any rate, the CGCA, I'm sorry, the GCA, the Global Center for Adaptation, they have an overall objective of, and I quote, elevating youth voices and increasing the power of influence of young people worldwide in the adaptation agenda. Friends, be wary and be wise. Elevating youth voices and increasing the power of influence of young people worldwide in the adaptation agenda spells doom for reason, <laughs> for anything and everything good in life. They are targeting the young people because, again, I quote, young people, they say, bring new ideas and radical ambition, which are required to develop adaptation solutions and implement them at a large scale. Just to be clear, friends, this organization is channeling the radical and reckless ambition of indoctrinated young adults to implement socialist policies at the global scale. They are calling this adaptation solutions, i.e. forcing people to adapt to socialist policies, and they have a very very ambitious agenda to make this happen. We've been pointing out how the, the youth are getting preyed upon, why the commies, how the commies prey upon the youth, women and youth, how this is all being integrated in all this global governance. But this, this global 
Center for Adaptation. They have what are called regional youth adaptation forums. And it's kind of funny, actually. I put a screenshot in there. They even spelt the forums wrong, but they're collecting youth inputs on the global goal on adaptation and showcasing youth-led solutions, you know. Oh, (laughs) what a great idea. Oh, but did I mention this initiative, friends, was launched and funded by none other than, drumroll, the notorious Mr. Bill Gates in cahoots with Ban Ki-moon, the former UN secretary. He's out of South Korea. He's a force behind the Paris Climate Accord, the founder of the Center for Global Citizens, and Kristalina Georgieva, the current director of the IMF and former CEO of the World Bank Group. What does that mean, friends? What that means, in other words, is that this is being directly driven by the global cabal. I mean, come on, what could go wrong, right? I mean, Bill Gates, you know, the UN, the IMF, the World Bank, you know, targeting all the youth with all this propaganda to get them involved in the political process to pass off socialist policies as a way to save the planet. Come on, you know, what could go wrong? (sighs) Ah, Friends, you need to look no further than right here in good old Washington state. Think about the new youth voting initiatives like pre-registration for 16 and 17 year olds and same day, uh, voter registration, all that kind of stuff, and you can see where this is headed. The truth is we're at a historical tipping point. How old will you be in the year 2050? Think about that for just a second. If we want to live out our lives in relative freedom and secure the blessings of liberty for future generations, friends, then we must take massive action now to adamantly oppose the adaptation to this insanity before it's too late and the commies take over the world. (laughs) Oh, friends, that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please do me the great honor. Click that little heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And above all else, the greatest honor of all would be if you share this with everyone you know. Friends, get out there and embrace this thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.